The parrot continues to discuss the food and produce which a worker is entitled to whilst he is working, and we've seen a couple of categories already. One category is that which the general practice in that location is, unless stipulated otherwise in their agreement, that needs to be followed. Another category is that which the Torah talks about, the, the, the certain produce with which a worker is working, whilst he is working with that produce, he is able to eat it. Just like it's forbidden to muzzle an ox and to stop it eating from the, wor- from the produce with, it, with which it is working, the same applies to a person. And the next couple of Mishnahis continue to discuss this category, and we've already seen certain criteria to fit into the category of that which the Torah gives entitlement to the worker. And this mission adds that if the worker was currently working with the figs, he was doing work with the figs, he is not allowed to eat the grapes. If he's working with the grapes, then he's not allowed to eat the figs. And even if he was hired to work with both figs and grapes, the same applies. Only at the time that he is actually working with that type of produce is he allowed to eat that kind of produce. However, says the Mishnah, but he is allowed to hold himself back until he reaches the place of the nicer produce, and then eat over there. And if for him the nicer produce would be the grapes, for example, then he's able to do that. As long as he's working with the figs, he can hold himself back from eating any figs. And as soon as he reaches the grapes, he can then eat as much as he likes. Or we'll see in the next Mishnah how much exactly he's allowed to eat. But the point is, he is able to choose which type of produce he's going to eat, as long as he only eats it at the time that he's working with that produce. As the Mishnah again emphasizes, All of the produce which the Torah entitled him to was only the produce which he is working on currently. He can only eat it at the time that he is working with that produce. Which means that if he's, let's say, working with grapes all day long, and then he takes a five-minute break... According to the, strictly speaking, according to what the Torah entitles him to, he's not allowed to eat the produce in the five minute break. Only whilst he's actually working. However, the Rabbonon said that it's actually not so simple. Because it would actually be for the employer's advantage for the workers to eat the produce at certain times when the worker is not working. Because of, as it were, which literally means returning a lost item to the owner. But here it means that in order to cause a gain and to stop and to prevent a loss of the owners, said that workers may eat from the produce which they are working with as they are walking from one row to another. If they reach the end of the row and they're going to, they're, they're walking towards the beginning of the next row, so it might take 20, 30 seconds, even a minute or two, and during that time they're not actually working, and so strictly speaking, according to what the Torah entitles them to, they would not be allowed to eat it then, because they're not currently working. However, because this would actually be an advantage for the owners, the Chachomim instituted that the workers would be able to eat during this time, with a Chazrosim and gas. And when they are returning from the wine press, as they are going to bring more grapes to press into wine, and this way when the workers are actually working, they'll do so much more efficiently because they won't be eating then, because they would have already eaten as they are walking from one job to another. Alright, and the Mishnah ends off with a chamor regarding a donkey. 
When is a donkey allowed to eat? An ox is allowed to eat whilst it is ploughing the field. As the Torah says, you can't muzzle the ox. But a donkey, what does a donkey do? A donkey's work is to carry things. So the Mishnah says that a donkey is allowed to eat from the produce with it, which it is carrying. Which literally means when the burden which it is carrying is being unloaded. But the truth is, this means until then. For as long as the donkey is carrying the food, it is allowed to eat from that produce, and the owner would not be able to stop it. Mishnah Hay, how much is a, la- is a worker allowed to eat? So we have different opinions. Eichel Poel Kishus, a worker is allowed to eat. Uh, kishus is likely to be a cucumber or a similar vegetable. That's an example of produce which is allowed to eat whilst he's working with that produce. He's allowed to eat cucumbers, a dinar, even up to the value of a dinar or even more. Vuchayseves, dates, a dinar even up to a dinar worth of dates. And this is even if he's earning less than a dinar. You can have an owner who's, who's earning much less than this, and is eating more than he's actually being given as a wage, more than he's being paid. The Torah writes that you can eat according to how much you are going to be full. So it's true that you can't necessarily eat more than that, but if the worth of the amount that it takes to fill you up is a dinar, then that's the amount that you can eat. However, Abilazar Chismo says, A worker cannot eat more than he is being paid. Abilazar Chismo learns from the Pasuk, which says, Which literally means you can eat grapes according to your soul. So the simple translation means that according to how much you want. However, Abilazar Chismo interprets it to be referring to his actual work. When a worker is working in the field, often he needs to do things which actually risk his life. For example, climbing trees, there is a certain risk to his life within that. So, means that you can eat grapes according to the amount that you're receiving for risking your life, for working. And so, according to how much he is being paid, that is the maximum that he is allowed to eat. However, the Chachomim permit him to eat even more than his wage. However, the Chachomim add, and this is why they are different to the Tanakama, the Chachomim are a third opinion. We teach a person, we recommend him not to eat, not to be a person who appears to be very, very hungry. And not to eat so, so much, because that would close the entrance in front of him. It would close the door to further opportunities to receive work, because people would find out about this person who eats so much as he is working, and they wouldn't want to hire him. And therefore, we recommend him not to eat so much, because it would prevent him from receiving further jobs. Mr. Vov, in general, there is a important principle which the Mishnah, towards the end of this parak will discuss, that is, Somebody who makes a condition which goes against what the Torah says, that condition is not a valid condition at all. Now, we are going to understand that, at least according to this Mishnah, this rule does not apply to monetary matters. And since what we are discussing is a monetary matter, the Torah gave a certain monetary right to a worker that he's allowed to eat whilst he is working but he is allowed to make a condition to forego this right. And so the Mishnah says, Kaitzitz Odom Aideatzmai, a person, a worker, is allowed to fix with the employer on behalf of himself. And we're talking about fixing that he's going to receive a higher wage in return for not eating whilst he is working. And he's also allowed to do the same, Aideu on behalf of his 
old son or daughter, meaning they are above the age of Barabbas Mitzvah, they have a sufficient level of understanding that they have the power to forego a particular right. So they have the monetary right to this amount of produce. They are able to forego on that right because they have a sufficient level of understanding and their father is able to do it on behalf of them. If he hires himself out as a worker together with his children, when he's making the agreement, he can agree, give us a higher wage, and in return for that, none of us are going to eat from the produce whilst we are working. And also he can do this on behalf of his older non-Jewish male or female slave who he owns, and he's hiring them out together with him as a worker. And also on behalf of his wife, since these people are adults, they have the ability to forego their right to being entitled to eat the produce with which they are working. But he is not able to make, to fix this condition with the employer on behalf of his younger son or daughter, nor on behalf of his younger male or female slave, and of course not on behalf of his animal, because they haven't got any understanding. So I think I missed out that word in the previous part of the Mishnah, the reason why the list of the first people is able to forego on this right is because they have understanding, whereas these people do not have a sufficient level of understanding, and therefore if the Torah gave them this right, they have not got the ability or the power to give up on this particular right which the Torah gave them. Mr. Zion, the first three years that a fruit tree is growing in Eretz Israel, it is forbidden to benefit from the fruit which grow in the first three years, and that is known as Orla. Now, the fruit which grow in the fourth year need to be taken up through Shalayim and eaten over there. That is known as Metarevoi, the produce of the fruit which grow in the fourth year. Now, that means that if a field is situated outside of Yerushalayim, the workers who are working with Netarevoi produce are certainly not able to eat whilst they are working with that produce because the field is outside of Yerushalayim. And the Mishnah says, Asurches Apalim, one who hires workers, lasts Netarevoi Shaloi, to work with his Netarevoi produce, that which is in its fourth year, they are not able to eat the produce with which they are working. If he didn't let them know when he hired them that they're going to be working with produce from which they cannot eat, then then he is obligated to redeem that produce onto money, and then the holiness which there is in the produce which makes it need to be brought up to Yerushalayim, that is now transferred to the money, and the money needs to be brought up to Yerushalayim and then be used to buy produce which will be eaten there. But that would mean that the produce itself now loses its holiness and can be eaten even outside of Yerushalayim. Because if he won't allow them to eat, then the entire agreement between them would be considered a mekartos, a transaction or an agreement, a monetary agreement, which is based on misinformation. It could very well be that they would never have accepted the job had they known they wouldn't be able to eat from the produce. And therefore, in order to make this not a mekartos, he needs to redeem the produce so that they can eat whilst they are working. And now the mission is about to state a very similar law, but with regards to produce which has already been detached from the ground. If somebody has a fig cake which is made of lots of figs which have been pressed together, and this porsue gulov, his fig cakes became spread out, meaning the figs became separated from each other, and he is hiring workers to press these figs back together. Or this patrukhov 
his barrels of wine opened up and he needs workers to seal them again. So these things have certainly reached the end of their processing. They just became a bit undone, so something needs to be repaired. But they've already become obligated in tithes, and as we learned l- earlier on, that would mean that the workers cannot eat from this produce. As the Mishra says, the workers may not eat from the wine or from the figs, since they are already obligated in tithes, and therefore not included in what the Torah and tithe gives and entitles a worker to. However, once again, if you didn't let them know when he hired them that they'll be working with particular things which they won't be able to eat from, then once again, he would need to separate the tithes from there and give the workers to eat from there, because otherwise it would be a mekartos, the whole agreement and the hiring of the workers would be invalid since they might never have accepted the job had they known this extra piece of information.